Welcome, one and all. You have just discovered the Tom and Topher Experiment Podcast. First word in entertainment, entertainment, entertainment. We explore the mysteries of the universe, our minds, and much more. So come along with us to the edge of all that is possible. Done, done, done. Welcome to the Tom and Topher Podcast Experiment. Boom. Amen. Hey, we realized the other day. Tom and Topher, TNT, TNT, we're dynamite. We got a dynamite podcast, my friend. Friends, we're bringing you some great audio content. Boom. TNT, dynamite. We explode with ideas, and I'm going to stop with the puns yeah, right stop. here. Yeah, stop exploding. First off, hey, hey. Chris, hey, what's up, my man? How's it going? Football's back, huh? Oh, I'm excited about hey. my. I'm excited about my Steelers. Uh, hey, my uh, Seahawks are gonna be back at it this year. Oh, that's right. You you grew up in Seattle, is that right? Born and raised. You're <laughs> damn right. Hawks fan all the way. Ha! <gasps> yeah, a lot of rain up there. A yeah, lot. there's a lot of rain. Hey, a lot of people kill themselves there. Hey, yeah, I heard the same thing. A lot of them just do themselves in. Honestly, that's literally the first thing people say when you say you're from Seattle. I heard the suicide rate is so high over there. It honestly doesn't rain much more than most places. It's not that crazy. Yeah. Maybe is it like Florida, how the clouds flow in and then flow out? Is it like No, a- you just have rainy days and like rainy weeks and then okay. it's just sunny. Hey, just put a raincoat on. Yeah. Just you put want, a- you want a sun, just watch a beach movie. It also snows. Wow, that's pretty. Yeah. It's a beautiful state. Tacoma? I used to live in Tacoma. I've been there. I saw a porcupine for the first time there. Wait, did you say you used to live there? No, 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 Tommy, you dumbass. No, 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 no. Why don't you listen to what I'm saying? Can you please listen to what I'm saying, Tommy? I was there not too long ago, just a couple months ago. Beautiful state. Beautiful state. Saw a porcupine in the flesh for the first time. Hey, did you hit the Pike Place... Coffee? Pike Place Market? Well, uh, yeah, I saw it. I you know, Starbucks has a coffee shop there. <laughs> you get so intense. I know. I'm yeah. sorry. I get too committed. <laughs> no, the, the look in your eyes like, Tommy's gone. <laughs> Tommy's not here anymore. <laughs> it's a new person. <laughs> Maybe I have some that, uh, what is it? The multi-personality disorder? Yeah. Maybe that's how like you're... Like the kid in, um, what's it called? Um, the Shining. What if that's the key to being like a good actor? I think so, totally. You, you gotta step outside yourself and you step into another person. A lot of them talk about how they have a hard time exiting that role. I think about when I was a actors. kid when we would play pretend, and I remember as a kid thinking, I'm never gonna forget how to do this. All my all my all my parents, all the adults, they all say you're gonna grow up and be a you know, boring. You're going to not play as much. None of them play with us. They don't want to play hide and go seek. They don't want to play pretend. They're all boring. I'm never going to forget how to be a kid. I forgot, dude. How could you? How could you? Big time. I think the most... Pretending is harder and harder. I think the most successful people in the world have reconnected or never lost connection with their younger selves. Hear me out. So when you're a child, your imagination is very um, 
is very extreme. It's very real to you, right? So you have to force things into reality. And as a kid, you're born with that. You're born to forcing things into reality. Mm -hmm. I think that the most successful people never lost that ability to force things into reality. And they talk about Steve Jobs had the people that worked around him called his uh, um, reality distortion field. How he would just will things into existence or he would, even if it was a lie, he would lie it into existence. I, I think... Here's what it is. And he believed it, too. Here's, here's what I believe. I've been thinking about that a lot because we've talked about it. We've discussed it. What's that theory called? What theory? The theory you're talking about right now. Speaking things and thinking things oh. and willing things into existence. Well, that could be a lot of things, but um, law of attraction is the first thing that comes to yeah, mind. Yeah, law of attraction. That's what it is. Or like perseverance and... All that kind of stuff. Well, I think about that, which law of attraction basically is just what he said. You will things into existence. The harder and longer you think about things and pursue them, the bigger the chance. Or And you act in a manner in which they will, they um, already exist. You pretty much like manifest it into your life. Mm-hmm. But I think it's easier to do the things that people think are hard then, I mean, people just think it's it's harder than it really is right. to do certain things. And the people who actually go out and do these things, they realize that. They realize that all it takes is getting up off your ass and putting yourself out there and, like, shoving your pride away for a second oh God, to yeah. embarrass yourself. The pride part. To embarrass right. yourself. You truly have to embarrass yourself to make some money out there. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the hardest parts is, like, going out there... It's similar. It's a similar feeling to like, I remember going out into public and trying to like talk to people about Jesus back when I was, you know, a kid in, in the church groups and stuff like that. We'd go on little outings and like they'd encourage us to go talk to people about Jesus and stop people. It's that kind of feeling when you're trying to sell somebody on something that like, I'm so scared they're going to think I'm an idiot. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> but then they just um, they lose that that um, trap of caring what people think. Yeah, and that's when you become really successful. And like, I was at the car or not the car wash, uh, getting gas, and there was this guy who just came up selling makeup, and he was he gave me this spiel. I said not interested, and he was gone. That was it. Mm-hmm. No, n- no time to waste. Just on to the next one. Mm-hmm. I was like, that fool does not care what I have to think or say. He just wanted a yes or no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, that's a, that wraps that conversation up, obviously. <laughs> You're done with that conversation. Sorry. Sorry. We have a problem here, Chris. We have a problem. What's that? I think everybody has a problem. With me? No, not with you. You're okay. But we've talked about this before. Sometimes I feel like when you say some, we say something and our conversation ends, it's like, all right, we, you say something, I say something back, and we both just sit there and stare at each other and wait for one another to, like, clap or, like, high-five or something. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's hey, just nothing else yeah. to say. <laughs> the conversation just ends. Yeah. 
I don't know if that happens in any other relationship I've ever had. That's just it. That's <laughs> that's all. That's all we have to yeah. say. And that's and it's like anticlimactic because there's no applause or birthday cake coming at you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good job, good thought. I'd vote for you. <laughs> wow, we're so smart. <laughs> Can you believe it? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay to move on. We can talk about cookies or something. Well, here's what we were going to talk about was uh, football. Hey, rough and tough. Yeah, man hey, stuff. Football. Football. Hey, is a pre- yeah, preseason's over, right? We're full swing. Yeah, we're in full swing, right? Hey, you got your fantasy league going? Yeah, I have been. I already had my team picked. Yeah, Don's house. We're going to Don's house next Sunday. You're gonna uh, be there? <clears throat> oh, totally. Wings, celery, the whole kabang. Yeah, I'll bring. I'll bring my uh, homemade ranch. That yeah. was a hit last time. Hey, after church, I'll be there. Of course, you'll after s- church. You'll see me there. Yeah. You going to be at church? You going to morning, going ser- to, yeah, morning, 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 morning service? Early morning service. Yeah, I always do on football days. My brain hurts. But these are real people that we've experienced in our lives. This is projection. This is total projection of memories we've had. of dealing with people that are way too into sports who weren't very successful can you their imagine? Can you imagine living in a world, in a life, in an existence where your husband sits down on Sunday night and he goes, all right, let's watch the game. And deter- depending on how that game turns out, uh, that's, that's pretty much the make or break on how he treats you that night. Yeah. All pissed off. You're either going to be, you know... Where he's so happy his team won, he just gives you, he just rails you. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say it, but I was thinking, <laughs> yeah. But the 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 former of that is shitty because he's in a bad mood because his favorite football team lost. Samuel, get to bed. Samuel, I don't want to hear it. It is a school night. I hate that person. And I know people like that. That's why I'm cringing. When you brought that up, imagine living in a life where your husband dot, dot, dot. I cringe so hard because I know someone that is semi-close to me. What's sad is why do those people always go to church? Oh, yeah. Because they're... That's my God. Trump, my Trump. No, you can't talk, Christopher. (laughs) My president. That's my Trump. (laughs) Okay. Okay. <laughs> You're red for Dude, that. You killed me. Oh wow. <laughs> it was a mix of that crazy ass look you gave me give me when you're like really into your role or whatever you're the you're doing. <laughs> just yeah, Tommy's not here anymore. That thing. Just And then what you just said, my trump. <laughs> Never heard that before. <laughs> Pray for our president, God man. bless him. God bless him. Hey, I'm hoping he does. I I hope and pray, thoughts and prayers that he does Win the again. right thing out there. Yeah, good. Yeah, me too. Because yeah. I, <clears throat> you know, I want this country to win. Yeah. Either way, I want to. Hey, hey, hey. What? Either way, I want this country to thrive. I'm right. I, I voted McCain in the last election. Wait, what? And I still wanted the. You know, I lost. My guy lost, but I still wanted this country to win. You voted in the McCain election, you old ass. I bet you voted in the Clinton election, you old ass. You old crusty ass. You want to stop? 
<laughs> you did a hard blink, you psychopath. I told you my eye is twitching today. Oh, really? I think I have glaucoma. I think you're a psychopath. You always say I am the serial killer, but you just you do psycho <laughs> shit all the time. <laughs> Looking at that really intense look for no reason. <clears throat> Why do we do a podcast just so you can bash me for forty five um, minutes? I, of your I life? think there's twenty episodes of you making at least once a, a joke about my age. Heck, football season's back in full <laughs> swing. Heck. Okay, <clears throat> serious time on football. <coughs> Who's your you, team? My team's the 49ers. Hey, hey, serious. Yeah. Yeah. No, mine <laughs> is... <laughs> You're the Seahawks, I know. Yeah, mine is the Seahawks, but it's, hey, it's okay. It's okay. Our teams are bitter rivals. My my family loves the 49ers because they're all from San Fran. Hmm? Yeah. Well, when I was a kid, Steve Young was the quarterback oh. of the 49ers. Yeah. Stephen Young. Hey, even when you were a kid, too. <laughs> I just poked him hard with my finger. Um, you, When you were a kid, Steve Young was the quarterback. Yeah. That's for sure. Didn't give a shit about him. Yeah, you were in Seattle or some dumb shit. Yeah, watching those games. <clears throat> but Live in action. Yeah, man. if I had to watch football, that would be the team i go for. Childhood, loved it. I got older. Didn't get to play football, so you know what I like is college football. Heck yeah, there's some spirit, brother. Yeah, and they do some wild plays too. They do some wild shit. They uh, the players are out there, just they're not making money. They're not all prideful. But what do you think about that? If you don't mind, if I interrupt you, I do mind. Okay, finish your thought then. Yeah, I really do mind. Here, let me top you off. I was talking. Yeah, go ahead and top me off there. Don't do it. (laughs) <laughs> see that's why we need to uh, film this shit there's little things that we do that you guys just can't see little nuances, and I really wish little nuances body language things that you can't get through audio we can't narrate what we're doing no and I'm not gonna try I'm not gonna ruin this I'm not going to Christopher you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to try I wouldn't I'm just checking to make sure that we were actually recording our talk. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, my, the laptop went on screensaver. How long has this been going? <clears throat> oh, let me uh, check it out here. Yeah, go ahead and do that. Fourteen minutes. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. Well, I think that wraps it up for that. I. Uh, I don't really care about football. Me too. Football's Not a sports annoying. Game. I used to play it. It was fun. High school, fun, bullshit, blah, 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 lots of running. Now I don't care. And, and we've why, talked about it before. Yeah, why don't you think you care about football, though? We've talked about this before, on Christopher. The, on the podcast? And let me just... No, not on the podcast, just yeah. one-on-one. Can, Can you, you repeat me? what... Because I know... I want to I hear that again. I'll tell you. Uh, I believe in my heart of hearts that the people who are so hyped up and so crazy about football are the people who either didn't get to play in high school and get that shit out or the people who tried to play and were things like third, fourth string, you know, never actually got on the field. They're all trying to make up for the thing that they never got to do or the thing that they feel now like 
Man, if I were if I was a kid now with the brain I have and the my muscles, man, I would be a dominator out on that field. Oh my god. Hey, I'm out on my own league every Friday night playing flag football with the church boys. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> it's insane what I can do out there. Oh man. Oh man. Oh lord. Lord help me. If I got if the coach gave me a damn chance. One damn chance. Dude, why is this so true? Why is this so true? I think you're dead on there, my man. The guys that are way into football. Calm they're down. Fi- they're filling up. They're filling a hole. They're filling a hole with something. There's someone that always comes to mind when we talk about sports. This dude. Freaking. I don't know, man. Hey, but what about you and... Uh, <clears throat> Um, UFC. Hey, but is it right? Hey, I know. I know a guy. He doesn't wear a shirt a lot, and he fights other guys. I know his name, and also he's this much weight. Are you trying to make fun of me now? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's. Oh, but there's also this guy, and he could totally beat up the guy who, and he weighs this much. Okay, but do I ever talk like that? Dude, I hear it all the time from you, and if you were with the people that I talk to, on like party chats, Discord. Blah blah blah, you would, you'd have a full on erection. You would love that shit. I know. I love. I love fight sports, my man. Oh yeah, dude. I also know his weight is this. I don't know those things actually. He's 190 pounds. I don't know those things. <gasps> Heavyweight championship. Pound for pound. <laughs> pound for pound. Fuck. That's Conor funny. McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> Did you blow it? Did you you mess up your joke? (laughs) Anyway. Moving on. Sports are lame. I don't know. Fight sports are cool. Some gladiator shit. Football's a fight sport, dude. They fight. They hit. Yeah. And when it's on... To be honest with you, when it's on in a household, I'll watch it. But I will not put it on. What's your least favorite sport? Baseball. I fucking love baseball, dude. It's fun to... Hey, it's fun to play, though. It's fun to play, and it's fun to go I, to a game. Yeah, baseball on TV. Hard to watch. Hard to watch. Hard to watch for me. Nope. That's point. like watching golf. When you're there, it's usually you're with your buddies, and you're just talking. You're waiting for the guy to throw the goddamn ball. Ugh. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'd appreciate it if you did not curse on this podcast. Sorry. I won't do that. Yeah, thank you. So, I got some notes. Love the notes. Last time we were talking about um, how creatives have a different rule bro- rule book than ah others. Yes. Ah, this was good. Yeah, <clears throat> but we only touched on it. And yes. Ever to since elaborate the, though. And ever since that show, I've been thinking of it a yes. lot. To elaborate on that that topic me and Chris were talking about this for quite some time we mentioned it on the podcast a little bit let's elaborate creative people have to abide by the rules of business a little bit but the odd part of being a creative individual is you have to abide by completely separate 
the, I guess it would be marketing tactics in terms right. of creativeness and spreading your work around trying to get yourself known. Help me out here, Chris. I'll okay, so like an, I'll help you out. So <laughs> and what's different is the entrepreneur has a pretty set, um, pretty set routine on how to be effective in his business role. He's how a it, shark. He's a shark. He's okay. waking up early. He's working 50 hours. He's working 60, 70 hours a hurt. week. He is just, or she is pumping all their work into all their energy into their business or whatever the entrepreneurial right. thing is. Yes, there's creativity in that because sometimes you got to think out of the box. You got to mm-hmm. find out the algorithm to solve this problem, whatever. Um, however, the creative is also trying to produce something like the entrepreneur is trying to produce a business that will have a return on investment of time and effort. Mm-hmm. So that's where they're the same. How they're different is how they actually deliver. So, and so the creative might be like a Stephen King and just crank out books because it just comes natural to him, or like Dave Chappelle just cranks out comedy specials. Yeah. And others like George R. R. Martin take a fucking long time to produce anything, but when they do, it's like a masterwork and it was worth the wait. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But what's crazy is there are people out there who can pump out masterwork in no time at all. Yeah. Have you ever seen that video? And it's frustrating. It is. frustrating for people who can't do that because they think they're less creative. Yeah. But it's not true. And it's a real shame because they need to realize that brains are different. And although that's really impressive that they are able to crank out so much stuff, so much, you know, works of art. You know, if everyone was like that, we would be lost in the noise of artwork and there'd be too many things overlooked. They're never going to produce... Stephen King is never going to produce Game of Thrones. Right. I don't want Stephen King to produce Game of Thrones. I want George R. R. Martin to make that. Yeah, he has book series and stuff that are popular, but they're nowhere near. I didn't mean to say produce. Right. Whatever. Same thing. Same thing. They're coming up with a product. Produce those books. Same thing. <laughs> Same thing, my dude. How do you produce a book? Write it. How do you hey. produce a song? You. Either way, point being, I don't want Stephen King writing that shit. And however long it takes for George R. R. Martin to get his brain to come up with that shit, let him have it, dude. Yeah. Maybe you're Hemingway. You got to be an alcoholic. Maybe you're Altus Huxley and you got to be addicted to LSD. Maybe you're. Help me out here. Maybe you're Vincent Van Gogh and have to cut off your ear. Maybe you're Jimi Hendrix and have to do heroin. All different. <laughs> you're like, nah, man. <laughs> it's not and, but, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But all these people created great things and they all did it differently. No two are alike. You know what I mean? There's mm. no two. I feel, I feel like I'm saying that too much. You know here's, a, here's a good quote I heard. I forgot where I heard this, but... I think it was in a song it said uh it maybe a drake song in his newest album he said something like mike never tried to be pock pock never tried to be mike and if they did they would have fucked it up or something like mm-hmm. that. you know like if michael jackson tried to be like tupac 
who, like, in everybody's eyes, could seem to be the t- same type of person trying to do the same type of thing, create music. Mm-hmm. Some black guy trying to create music come, came up in a hard family. Uh, but they did two completely separate things with the, with the instruments and the, and the tools they were given. And that, my friend, is inspiring to me. Because, honestly, I feel like we got our own thing going with this. Mm-hmm. We could make some good content. We could make some stuff that I am interested in. Like what? What are some, what are some the things? The shit that we've been making. I've been <coughs> interested in the stuff that we've been making. Which Music, is something that... Yeah, podcast. that podcast. Like, the podcasts we're doing are coming out to be a lot better, I think. I'm doing exactly what I want to do. Yeah. Which is genuine, and that's all it really takes. Exploring ideas that you're usually sitting in your room exploring on your own. Yeah. Instead, you're getting it out on, you know, a chronicle. You're chronicling your ideas and your thoughts and your ideas changing and your new ideas. And And ideas don't just come and go anymore. They're written down and they're talked about on here and they're thought about a lot harder than (coughs) I would normally just because, like I said, their thoughts come up and they're looked at as valuable to the creative process that we have. And what's, what's great about this, about podcast is you'll have an idea let's say you don't have a podcast you have an idea you explore it on your own when you have a podcast you get the benefits of how teaching something makes you helps you understand it more so when you share it with somebody on a podcast and you prepare it enough to be able to sound at least coherent on it you're helping yourself understand that thought, that idea, even more so than if you were to just um, do it on your own. Of course, you could get to a really deep level on your own, but I I believe you can achieve a certain level of understanding that you can't on your own. Yeah, and teaching things, honestly, is a great way to be able to perfect something. Mm -hmm. Right. Like uh, Like mathematicians, they'll say, if to understand a complex... Um, equation or um, mathematical theory break it down into small parts and the parts need to be small enough to be able for a child to be able to understand then you put all those parts together and that that complexity that you saw was not that complex in the first place you understand all the moving parts down to its simplest form if you can't do teach yeah and then do again that's what they say if you can't do teach that's why all teachers are shitty. Some of them, though, I feel like are just in love with teaching. Of course, there are those teachers that are teaching because they were not able to do the thing that they are professing about. Mm-hmm. But I there think are some, you're right. There are some teachers that, and everyone talks about them. If I didn't have this math teacher in high school, I would have hated math. If I didn't have this history teacher, I would have, you know, thought less of myself. Or I would have. You know, there are these angels out there that are teaching and I think colleges and high schools and preschools and whatever. I think that I enjoy that type of, I have that in me and I've always wanted to be like some sort of teacher. I loved English and history and I wouldn't even, if I could do math as well as I do everything else, I would love to be a math teacher. Like, okay. 
And sorry, go on. Don't you think they, that so what you just described, the love of those um, topics. Don't you think that um, the reason why you're doing that is more so not so much the love of teaching, but the love of exploring that topic. Yeah. And like sharing it with others. Sharing it with others and then they bring their own Holy unique shit. ideas. Look too. what exists. And some people, I mean, most of the people in your class are like, uh, I just want to go home. Hmm. But like being able to like capture somebody's interest and like start to capture a whole class's interest to where they're all just like engaged in what you're talking about. I've seen it happen. Dead Poet Society. And it's crazy. It's like, Dead Poet Society, what is that? Re, uh, that. Mm. Comedian? No, that book about, they made a movie out of it. Mm-hmm. The book about the teacher who like goes into the ghetto school and like mm-hmm. shapens it up and takes the worst of That's the... Lean on Me. No. No, so Dead Poets Society is like, like a boarding school. So it's a nice school. No. That's with Robin Williams, right? Yeah, Robin Williams. Um, so it's not like a struggling school. Lean on Me is with whatever. Morgan Freeman and he goes to that school in Harlem and like and just like cleans house. I'll think of it. All right. At some point in my life. Doesn't matter. Can't even remember what we were talking about. Me, me too. We went down this rabbit hole. We learning can't, thing, we can't learning things up. from teaching <coughs> things. Yeah. Teaching uh, me a teacher helps you understand. I you. remember as a kid, <clears throat> like this is how I know that that little teacher in me is, is there. That thing that like I feel like I could inspire people to like give a shit about what I'm talking about. And like as a young child I remember when I learned how to make cereal I would get up in the morning and I would pretend that like I was teaching people how to you know make cereal every morning until I like perfected it that's hilarious (laughs) I always think of this like I was so shitty at it at first and I kept pretending that I was teaching somebody how to do it and you know you pour the milk first you take the bowl Thomas says Special cereal lesson. Last begin. Take the ball. Pour the cereal in. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's just everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's how it started at first. Just uh, bullshit spilled everywhere. You get better. Mm-hmm. I taught myself. This is a young age. Mm-hmm. I learned. Mm-hmm. 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 Also, it's pretty, <laughs> I hate okay. you so also, much. I know, I know, I know. No, but I love it because it's probably reflecting the audience's mood. Just, mm, mm, Tommy. Mm, okay. A good, good oh, little wow. story. That's a nice story. Wow. I think it really applies to my life. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. You pour your little cereal on a little kid. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, I hate my life. Sorry, guys. So, the, being a creative, there's the teaching aspect. Another aspect is getting inspiration. Yes. My man. Where My do you guy. go? Where do you go? What are your, let's say, let's do the top something. What are your top, hold on. What are your top three main sources of inspiration? You porn. Pornhub. No! <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to do it. <laughs> you couldn't wait. All right. You cannot. <laughs> you were like... <coughs> 
a bowl at a freaking rodeo, kind of just itching to get out of the. You see the <coughs> dust coming up from the ground from his no- nostrils. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got the smoke coming I out of his ears. I could not wait. That hey. was you just now. Your fucking dog at a dog race. In reality, <coughs> Netflix, <coughs> music, YouTube. Those are the three things. And I, here, you know what? No. Netflix, Spotify, YouTube. Spotify, get Spotify. I don't care if they don't pay their artists enough. It's the best app out there. Yeah. Like I've discovered so much music on there. What are you gonna cry about Apple? They don't pay nobody shit. Yeah, they don't. I mean, I'm sure they do, but like the whole thing about Spotify is like they don't pay their creators very much for the. Can they though? I don't know what. What do you want to get paid by Spotify? Really? Go get paid by somebody else. Like, just don't put your shit on there. Well, that's the main source of your listens, but... Hey, if your shit's good enough, getting a lot of streams on there, those little pennies add up. You can cross over your audience to something else. Mm -hmm. I've seen it done. Mm. I've seen people... mm -hmm. I've seen people go from YouTube to Twitch. Mm -hmm. I've seen people go from Twitch to YouTube. Mm Mm-hmm. I've seen people go from Pornhub to Twitch. Mia Khalifa. Mm-hmm. Are you telling me that poem right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen That's people our new go th- from here to there. <laughs> Bard's mm-hmm. tale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen him go pitter-patter over here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I hate what, this. What are we doing? I hate what, what we're, we're doing. doing? But Should I love just, it. Should we hang ourselves? <laughs> I have a rope in, <laughs> over there. I looked outside of the branches. They look pretty sturdy. Yeah. Okay. Hey, dude. Suicide is no laughing matter. Yeah, this is not a joke. Actually, honestly. it is. Why? Because some sometimes it helps people cope with their suicidal mm. or depressive tendencies. That's true. To know that there are people out there who understand so clearly what you're going through. That they can meme about it in a way that brings you laughter and joy causes you to not want to do the things or that feel they are alone. suggesting are funny or humorous or whatever you want to call it. It's yeah. it's coping. It's the insight Laugh at the pain. The insight is you can't there's no mistake. Laugh at your pain, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Happy to tears. Speaking of that, dude, the Joker. Oh my Let's God. talk about it. Walking Phoenix. Dude, there it is mm. getting like tens out of tens, 99%. That boy, I've loved Walking Phoenix for so long. I thought he has always been such a freaking interesting looking character, like in Gladiator. I thought that dude was nuts. And I'm like, no. I'm like, this character is like, look at his fucking eyes. Like, who is this guy? Even he in, looked like Caesar. Yeah. Even, like, I don't know, every role he does, he just, he's not Joaquin Phoenix. He's the dude. He's Meryl in Signs. He's Did you Joker. see the documentary he made? Where he, like, went, seemingly went nuts and was doing hip-hop and shit? What's it called? I'm Still Here or something like that? Yes. That's it. Dude, have you seen that? It's so good. Yeah, it's great. He does it with I Casey was so Affleck. confused the whole time. I remember, I remember seeing that on the news, like, oh my god, Joaquin Phoenix lost his mind. Because he had that big, crazy beard. Do you remember that? Yeah, and he went on, like, all the... Night shows. Night shows, David Letterman, and, like, he was on... He was acting like he was on drugs. Yeah. Total method acting. 
and uh, the crazy thing is like how paranoid he made himself look. Like, imagine being a imagine being like a person who's been in that situation hundreds of times in an interview on camera. You have no fear. You're just, I mean, I'm sure it's it's nerve-wracking every time, but dude, this guy looked like he was on drugs. Mm-hmm. He, he fooled me. He fooled they, the news. He fooled everyone. Everyone. But then he and comes back like, and makes these great movies like Her, uh, The Joker. What else? What else has he been in lately? Um, Post that movie. I'm missing one. Did he do Johnny Cash before or after that whole thing? Way before. Okay. I don't know. I just know he's he's really good in Signs, like that movie. That movie was so creepy. I love that movie. Me too. Signs, bro? That was one of the first movies I bought on DVD. Signs was creepy to me because my aunt's house looked identical to the home in that movie. They had a crop. Oh. Like corn everywhere. A big 150-year-old house. I don't like that. There's balconies. And that screen that creaks every time and slams. There's Yes, and there's balconies there and windows. You know that I, that part where the alien's standing outside Ugh. on the roof in the Hate window? It. Hate it. There's that window, dude. That's stupid how similar it is. That's That, that movie was so quiet, and then boom, you see the shadow of the... The alien thing mm-hmm. you're just like oh my god and it's so tall and weird looking and when it walks Still by in Mexico like oh, all yeah. those kids mm-hmm. that and like walking Phoenix when he sees that out. he like freaks out and you're like oh my god that's how you know that's how you or I would mm-hmm. have reacted dude the suspense it was so Hitchcock level I, suspense in that movie I would have been walking Phoenix if that if that ever happens I'm putting myself in that closet with a TV screen and I'm just nerding out for the rest of mm-hmm. however long earth exists I'm watching this unfold mm-hmm. me too actually no Dude. I would be a prepper from Far Cry 5 I'd be a fucking prepper I'd have a silo below have all these canned goods down there Sitting down there with my shotgun. Dude, prophets in the Bible say that in the end times when God comes down, everybody will be able to see. What if the aliens come down and <laughs> the televisions are the way that we see? What are you speaking right now? I don't know. What is this? <laughs> I wish we had video. That was so great. Yeah, that was really... Actually, really awkward. For you, you couldn't look me in the eye. I think you're afraid of connection. I still don't. I still don't want to look you in the eye. (laughs) You're so ashamed of yourself, Tommy. (laughs) (laughs) No, you can't take my joke, dude. I'm the one who makes those jokes about you. What's the matter, bud? (laughs) No, I'm not looking at you. It's like when you want your cat to eat. No. Eat something and it keeps turning away. That's you right now. Uh, I hate this. We're at 40 minutes, bro. Want to wrap it up? I think we uh, we got a good pod in. Okay. We got what we needed to say. We uh, got what we needed to say. Yeah. Good pods, bro. We've been... Hey, bro. Fist One bro. more bro. Bro. Let's let him hear it. We're going to bro fist this. One, two, three, go. No. F- fist me. Hold on. <laughs>
No. Fist the mic. Fist me. <laughs> Stop. Okay. I'm done. All right. Good Love night. you. God bless you. Watch us on uh, Spotify or listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, freaking Google Play. Everywhere. Hit us up on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. You know, we there. At Tom and Topher. Tom and Topher Podcast Experiment. You have just experimented with Tom and Ma friggin' Tover. Thanks. Good night. Love you. God bless you.